Hello friends, this is episode 95 of Shadow and Flame of Magic, the podcast. Today we're going to read Free Comic Book Day 2020, X-Men number one. So let's get to it, to it. And once again, thank you to Francisco for providing the theme song for the podcast. Appreciate it, and you. And this is Free Comic Book Day X-Men 2020. I mean, I must have gotten it from Kelly's Comics in Great Falls. Uh, but and I guess it's just been in my top of my back issue catalog for at least two years. And so I guess I've just been putting aside comics I haven't fully read until now. And this is kicking off um, X of Swords, which of my... Um, the dark times where I was relying on podcasts. This is a major um, hole in the collection where I've heard people talk about Exus Wards and then didn't read it for myself. So now that I finished um, Inferno, I sort of want to look up the 20 issue or 22 issues Wikipedia says is Exus Wards. And I mean, I know it's pivotal for um, Doug Ramsey and there are Rocco, uh, apocalypse storyline so and I'm sure magic's not involved in it horribly much so I, I, I am going to look it up and look at character lists and see see what comics I can be expanding my horizon with the inside cover ad is how to read comics the Marvel way what does it mean when words are in this kind of box What do, what's going on in this Gutter between panels, is it dangerous? And where did this weird cloud come from? Pointing to a dialogue box where it's like, all right. So I guess that was just a book that was out at the time. And so this is written by Jonathan Hickman and Teeny Howard, artist Pepe Larez, who uh, Twitter maybe a week or two ago, I was sharing panels from... Access Revolutions 3, which is a story about Kitty Pry robbing a bank, because during the Access storyline, personalities get flipped, and so good guys are bad guys, bad guys are good guys, and but then not good guys once again. Like, it just gets flipped once, or on its axis, if you will. And <clears throat> turns out that was Pepe Perez writing, drawing in that, and so I was like, hey, Always was great. Uh, color artist is Marte Gracia, who's a legendary X-Men colorist at this point. VC Clayton Cowles is the letter, who seems like he does a bunch of X-Men work too, which maybe makes sense for VCs. Um, what is it? Is it virtual calligraphy? It does stand for virtual calligraphy. How's that for knowing something? I'm pretty sure back in uh, comic book DB, it had it spelled out every time, so it was like, all right, I see it. Um, and then designs Tom Muir. Cover artist is Pepe the Reds and Marte Garcia, which I should, um, Gracia. And it's X-Men in the new Jonathan Hickman X-Men logo. Uh, Logan is falling from somewhere, storms there, magic's charging at us, uh, Nightcrawler's Banffin, and Rogue is coming at us as well. And 
no, no, three, five. Usually I like an X-Men team of seven, but a five-person team works just as well. But this is a pretty great team. Like, it literally has everything you want to mostly magic. Manstorm and Kurt. So, you know, get the Rogue and Wolverine. Awesome. Uh, production, Nick Russell. Head of X, Jonathan Hickman. Assistant editor, Annalise Bezo, who I've heard on Cerebro at least twice now, I think. Editor, Jordan D. White. And editor-in-chief, C.B. Shabowski. This is X-Men. Free comic book day, 2020. X-Men created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Oh, oh, and this is also promoting the Dark Ages crossover that has not survived to test the time. And this just came out three years ago, so... Um, some forgotten place, some forgotten time, <clears throat> and we see like a moose or a bull. Oh, there, yeah, these are the uh, Kirkcohen Gates, a fish lady who looks like someone Namor made out with in Kieran Gillian's Uncanny X Men run, and then two people with like Doctor Who uh, fancy head garbs. And the fish is like, see the slave son, older than the old world, younger than the dead one. I want what's hidden there. Quad T.S. Qual, summon it for me. And then I guess they summon it. They're talking in a, a language we're not privy to. And it's creating, well, I guess they're summoning the slave son. But it looks like a giant snake at the moment. And it vaporizes, or it's still like... It's like a very liquid, like solid liquid as it's trying to take shape. It can talk too, and we're not privy to that conversation. <clears throat> and it's like nonsense, Qual. The death of a star is a small price to pay for the fa favor of Saturnine. Oh, hey, there's an ad here for, which is pretty smart for, like any ads should be noted probably. You can see what was popular in 2020, which was... A store called the Prop Store that had a cool Punisher shirt, um, Jessica Jones jacket, Luke Cage's jacket hoodie, and Daredevil proper. Uh, it reminds me of my Captain America jacket that you know has the Captain America mask as the hood. <clears throat> and it's Daredevil, which now I, I've been wanting the Magneto one for a long time, but. Now I really want this 90s X-Men brown bomber jacket. Um, are all bomber jackets brown? Perhaps. And so, hoping it's too late now for Christmas, but my birthday's in January. I'm like, maybe if I keep telling Walker D, maybe he'll tell his mother, and that's what I get for my birthday. <laughs> um, which, by the way, Walker D had his birthday. It went very well. I could have been not such an old dad about it all, but his friends made a... FNAF, a Luigi meets FNAF, um, or a FNAF starring Luigi movie. So if you want to check that out, it's at Walker D. World on YouTube. And I don't know, it's getting a lot of views. So I don't know if the his four friends are promoting it or something, but it's, I don't know, it's getting some views. Because I made, well, like I said, I could have been not an old dad, but, uh, you know, I was like, well, it's only going to get six views, and it's already, like, triple that, so... Good on them. And then they made a Christmas special, which mentally I was like, well, probably could have saved that for Christmas. But they wanted to post it. And so, you know, they, they had a fun time. 
And so you talk about Saturnine, you flip the page, and there we are. Opo Luna Saturnine. Omniversal Matrix. Keeper of the Celestial Peace. The White Light of Otherworld. The Eternal Seat of the Starlight Citadel. She likes the Citadel. As the years later, she'd be still getting one in um, Realm of X. <clears throat> so she's... Um, this is the place of the light of all universes, yet I am blinded by darkness. Some clouding of tomorrow by the fire and ash of war, as she finds a gizmo that looks like a fancy ancient box. The spoils of the spirit land and conflict that lies between them. I am blind, but I would see. And so let's see what the future holds, shall she? And now we're going to look at some tarot cards that are very cool. We see the judgment card. Which is interesting choice. She's in a panel at the top, and then we see the fancy tarot, tarot card. And it's just five cards, so five beautiful pages. So she says judgment, and we see the judgment card, and it has apocalypse, or... And then standing next to him is an unknown lady, I think, at this point. Finally, an irreconceivable change. From here, there is no going back. Surrendering to rebirth is the only path ahead. The next card is the one of the four of wands. The labors of a community, a family coming together for a black ceremony, a baptism of blood, and this would be the new four horsemen, which is uh, going to be oh yeah, because the lady next to him is Genesis, so, you know, <coughs> three-year-old spoilers. And these are their kids, the hangman, sacrifice, curious, can any of them be trusted to throw themselves on the prior of change? And so we see the hangman, it's Apocalypse, leading a team of beasts, Havoc, a lady, Glob Herman, Richter, Banshee in the air, Angel in the air, Polaris, also in the air, and... Top three were horsemen of his, because Banshee was in Uncanny Avengers for that horseman group. Um, and then she says, the Eight of Cups, Disillusionment, Abandonment, that which was once the harmonious lifting of voices is now a mocking echo, then silence. And then finally, the Ten of Swords, because the X of Swords is really... X or Ten of Swords. Betrayal. Betrayed by those you would show your back. It lost, but an unexpected one. Ten of Swords. One always expects the sunset hours after the dawn. And we, so we see a bunch of characters of swords. Uh, Team Cable has a sword and a gun, because, you know, Team Cable. Apocalypse has a gun or a sword. Big old curvy one. Wolverine, Logan has one. Magic has her soul sword, which is cool. And I, don't know, I just was reading the Kitty Pride Shadow and Flame miniseries and how she got a, one of the five ancient swords and we never got... Um, oh, no, no. We're told one of the other ones is the Mesa Moon, which, shout out to all RPGs that have the Mesa Moon. And then three others, but we never got picked up on what those other ones were, which, disappointing. Uh, another, oh, um, 
Betsy has a sword, and that's one, two, three, four, five, and then there's five behind them, cloaked figures. I know one storm with a lightning sword. Uh, one Celebro turned to a sword. Like I said, like I heard like comic book queers legacy talk about it. I want to say Uncanny X Cast may have come back for the beginning of Exus Wards, and oh, they were cold on it. Rob and Brian, and then Brett and Evil Jeff of Convoker's Legacy were warm on it, I want to say. But I know one of the big controversies was it was set up to be like a big tournament, and it turns out it was maybe 10 fights, so five actual fights and five like reality show competitions type of things. <clears throat> And that was Ten of Swords. And just reading this is going to make me want to check out the actual crossover. And then there's the Internals by Jack Kirby, the complete collection, just in time for the movie. Um, there's five, page, seven pages of Iron Man, Pepper, and Captain America as Iron Man runs into a plane. Uh, Donnie Cates and Nick Klein's Thor, Volume 1's coming out, which I never heard of Nick Klein, but he spells it just like me, uh, but Nick without a K, so, curious. A lot of people say Klein brings the excitement of the story to life beautifully, geeks worldwide. That's nice. And then this double page ad for Where Were You When the Lights Went Out? Dark Ages, a saga of the Marvel Universe Fall 2020. Writer Tom Taylor, who I don't recognize. Artist Eben Colillo. Color artist Brian Reber. Letters VC Joe Sabino. And production Carlos Lau. So, and Jay Bowen designed the logo. And then there's another crossover out. E-Wing, Dan Slott, Vario Shetty, covered by Jim Shetty. Is it Fantas Avengers Fantastic Four Empire? Imp the what? Uh, Empire for Y instead of an I. The Enemy of My Enemy, the Earth Shattering Event of 2020 on sale now. And I feel like people talk about Empire, but I don't think it went anywhere. And then we get a page for X-Men. Jonathan Hickman, Pepe the Raz, R.B. Silva. The House of X, Powers of X hardcover that I have on my Christmas list, but I don't know if anyone's getting it for me. A Jojo Adrenaline to the X-Men, IGN, bold, risky, unconventional, but also absolutely genius, Comics the Gathering. It's a brave new world for the House of X, and it's one X-Fans would absolutely love exploring news of rum. I know, because like my wife, and there's a back cover ad for Kelly Thompson's The Black Widow. Because, like, my wife wanted, like, a Christmas list, like, maybe the beginning of November to, like, take advantage of sales or whatever. And then, I don't know, the beginning of December, I'm like, you know what? I, like, I pretty much haven't turned on the PS4 in, like, a month. Like, I pretty much, um, Fortnite's Chapter 4 was coming to an end with their OG season. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch the live event. I set up for Walker, which he has a video on about that too. Um, I can't believe that kid's 10. Well, I mean, I can't believe it because it's been 10 years. Um, oh no. 
And so, you know, she got me all the classic, like, video game stuff I'm always asking for from, like, GameStop membership, the PlayStation Plus, which it used to be a $45 card you got on Black Friday. And then last year they were like, no, dog, it's like $70 now. And so I was like, well, that stinks. And she usually treats me to like a Costco bundle of gift cards for PlayStation. So then I probably would just redo that so I can spend another year downloading games I'm never going to play. Mostly because of the part-time job and work four nights and have three nights off and usually I just go to bed like an adult. Um, but now I'm like, oh shoot, right now I'm all into like, I own, I'm missing 40 lucky comics. And so now I'm like, I wish I had asked for, um, you know, a $60 mile, mile high comics gift card. And then, you know, just keep that until they did another big discount sale. And then, just knock it off. But I think every time I get paid from the part-time job, I'm going to treat myself to an eBay comic, which I was doing the map because I just bought, um, X-Men Grand Design Second Genesis 2, which has Lockheed on like one page of it. But to own all Lockheed appearances, it's a lot of owning a comic for one pound. But I was like, man, I spent $10 on that to like, you know, buy and ship it. And so I'm like, oh, like, I bet that would have just been a four-dollar comic on my high comics, but still, chipping away at it, it's a fun thing as a reward for my brain to be like, yeah, man, work two jobs, I deserve a comic, like two comics a month, and 20 months, I own all those books, and that's pretty awesome. So, that's my plan. Uh, the, the House of X, Powers of X, I, I don't know, have I even read the whole thing? I feel like I've heard so many descriptions of it and seen pages of it. I've, you know, I have it in my head, but I own issue one now of House of X because it has uh, Kate Pride and Lockheed on a page. And so that's pretty awesome. And so as could the Cocoan age perhaps ends, I've just been really into like wanting to do comics and I'm working on a secret 2024 project that... If you follow me on Twitter at JackalSII, you might have a hint of what it's doing, but I'll announce it on Chris or New Year's Eve. But that's the stuff to look forward to. And let me see if this idea works. But I was going to talk about what comics were on sale this week. Yeah, it looks like it's still recording. And so the week of December 17th, uh, Wolverine 40 comes out. Spider-Man's in there. Uh, Astonishing Iceman 5, I believe, is the conclusion. Uncanny Avengers 5 is concluding, perhaps. Uncanny Spider-Man 5, that's the comic of the week for me. John the Hitman's Gods 3. Um, Spine-tooling Spider-Man 3. That's curious. I wonder if that's going to have Madeline Pryor in it. Uh, Daredevil Black Armor 2, which I believe is a 90s retro series, but it has Hobgoblin and Sabretooth. Um, oh, original X-Men 1 with uh, Greg Land art. And then ROM X-Men Marvel Tales 1, which if I had a comic book store, I would buy this again just because at one point Marvel is not going to own the ROM rights. And so... And it collects ROM 1718, which are like pivotal rogue stories. And then ROM 31 and 32. And so owning those four issues in this collection, you will legit 
have the beginning appearances of the most terrifying Marvel villain they have, which is Hybrid. And he has a story. Um, which I don't know why Mar- Marvel, you know, Disney Marvel doesn't just buy the rights to ROM and just, like, it can't be that expensive except for whoever owns the rights is clearly like, well, one day you're going to want these, so, you know, $15 million. And they're like, sure. And then you just make a ROM movie and boom, you have all those that money made up. So, so I don't know, maybe I will ch- try to eBay that on Tuesday. Um... So, yep, that was X-Men, or Free Comic Book Day 2020 X-Men, and knocking that out. So, I doubt Kate Pride's going to be in any of those comics. I doubt Magic is going to be in any of those. And I also doubt Lockheed will be in any of those. But if they do, we'll add them to the week. But if not, this is the beginning of the week episode, and then we'll do another What If at the end of the week. And see if Christmas knocks our recording schedule off. But... Um, Until then, uh, I'll talk at you next time. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.